Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Today we have a great malicious compliance about tracking your time at work. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, well, if you're quoting company rules, I'll follow them exactly as it is. This was done by an ex-colleague. Well, this happened a few years ago when I was working as a techno manager in an Indian startup IT firm. It was a small firm with less than 50 employees and there were two founders. Let's call them Vicky and Joel. Vicky had worked a short time in an MNC but was not able to stand authority and had to resign, whereas Joel had no real workplace experience. Vicky managed the place like a king, show tantrums, anger, etc. Joel was simply a yes man to Vicky. Now, we had an HR lady who was okay-ish with the older employees and strict with the newer ones. As for me, I was not that good technically compared to my colleagues but was good at people management. Also, I was one of the longest serving employees too. I was friendly with most of the employees, especially the new ones. This was due to the fact that I knew it was not easy to work with the founders and I wanted the show to continue as it was my first company too. So a new joinee named Bob joins and after 6 months he's assigned to a project. Because of the time zone difference, he worked up to 4-5am to and the client too was happy with him. Since he was sleeping late, this guy always reported at nearly 11.30am in office. Out of the blue, founder calls me in HR and asks why Bob is late to the office and said he has to be in the office by 10am like other guys. By the way, forgot to mention, Vicky and Joel came into the office only once in a while and it was pre-corona times. But since they're founders, let's ignore that. HR lady took the responsibility of asking Bob about that. At this point, since HR lady is not aware of Bob's working hours, I interrupted and told them that he's leaving the office by only 2-4am to 4 a.m. and it's kind of unfair to ask him to come early. Vicky cuts me off and says, no, he has to follow the rules and this is the basic etiquette when working in this office. I said, okay. HR lady calls Bob in her office and questions him about the timings, to which Bob says, Okay ma'am, we'll comply. Now, Bob and me have a good rapport, and he comes directly to me and tells me what's happened with HR. Then I ask him, what are you going to do? To which he says, I'll ask for a clarification via mail and then we'll comply. I understood where it's going and give him a best of luck, trying hard to contain my laughter. After 10 minutes, HR comes to me with her laptop in a panic and shows me the mail which Bob has sent. He has CC'd the founders, the client said he's reporting to, and have written something along the lines of, Hi, client head name. This is to inform you that as a request for my office to comply to the office timings, from tomorrow onwards, my work timings would be 10 a.m. IST to 7 p.m. IST, i.e. 10.30 p.m. to 7.30 a.m. Chicago time. I request you to change your meeting times to the times when I am available, and if there are any inconveniences, please contact HR, Vicky, or Joel. Thanks, Bob. I asked the HR if this was somewhere mentioned in the offer letter, and she nods yes. Then I tell her to take the matter to Vicky. At Vicky's room, since the narcissist guy he is, scolds HR for not doing this in the offer letter, then asks her to correct this. 
She goes to Bob and asks for a correction, to which Bob firmly says no to. HR lady being stupid says that she was told this because Vicky asked her to. And Bob still stands firm and asks HR if Vicky said it, then ask Vicky to formally reply in the mail thread asking to revert to his old timings. Bob also said that he is not going to get back to old timings unless Vicky mails and they have approximately four hours to do so before the client reacts. HR comes to me for help and we go together to Vicky's room in brief. Vicky lashes out at HR and at this point I interrupt and say, It's better to address the issue, as in four hours the client will get involved and we have to make a decision before that. Vicky hesitantly sent out an email saying it was a mistake, as Bob's special case was not considered during the decision making and Bob can continue his earlier timings. As I walked back to the office, I saw Bob looking at me and laughing really hard and I had to hold a straight face as the HR lady was also behind me. Needless to say, Bob has his timings intact. In a situation like this where they clearly don't fully understand the circumstances and they're asking you to do something that makes no sense at all, do you have any obligation to speak up and try to argue that point and say, you do know this client I'm working for is in Chicago, right? Or is it better for them to just learn the lesson to be more attentive to their workers and what their workers are doing, you know, before going and giving them grief like this? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, I wasted two hours of my sister's time because she refused to listen to me. When I was younger, around a decade ago, I used to love two things, cars and roads. Still, Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. To this day I love cars, but the way I loved roads was through maps. My favorite activity when I was bored was to go on the maps app and look on the highways that surrounded my area. My oldest sister at the time was the only sibling of mine who had a license. One summer day she was bored and decided to take me and her boyfriend to an amusement park an hour and a half away from home. The story begins on the way back. My father needed the car at a car dealership as it was scheduled to have routine maintenance done the next morning. My father sent her the address of the dealership and requested that she drop the car off and he'll go and pick us up at the dealer. Now that the context is out of the way, here is where my sister made a mistake. She typed in the address and clicked on the nearest place with that road. The issue is that the nearest place with that road was a town going an hour in the opposite direction. She gets onto a road I'll call State Route 100. This intersects with Interstate 1, which we were supposed to get onto. When she passes the highway, this following interaction ensues. 
I say, you were supposed to make that right. She says, that's not what the map says. Five minutes later, I say again, we are heading in the wrong direction. This does not go home. She says, maybe it's an alternate route that's faster. I said, I don't think a road going in the opposite direction is faster. She cut me off. Her, now annoyed, listen, I'm going to focus on what the map says, not on you, just stop already. And with that, I followed her instruction. After all, why would I complain on going on a road I've never been on? From what I remember after that, we stopped for gas about half an hour in. My sister was still convinced that we were going in the right direction, but why should I correct her? She was listening to the map after all. The fallout, we hit an expressway and my sister is convinced we made it home and is pleased with herself. That was until an overhead sign said, Town B Regional Airport, one mile. At this point, my sister realized her mistake. She starts freaking out and saying, I didn't know this road went here. I was following the map. OP, why didn't you tell me we were going the wrong way? I was scared of her getting mad at me, so I just said, After you told me to stop, I just stopped paying attention to where you were going. She eventually pulled into a gas station and saw where she set her GPS to. After correcting her mistake, we head the opposite direction, although the car ride was rather silent. We eventually see signs for the amusement park we started at because she had to turn left at the road I originally told her to turn at. And that is how I turned a drive supposed to be an hour and a half into a three and a half hour journey. Years have passed since this happened and I told my father who thought it was hysterical. I often consider telling my sister but we sadly rarely speak anymore. Thank you for reading. Have a happy new year. If I were in OP's position, I don't think I would be able to sit there and allow this malicious compliance to happen. Even if you're afraid of upsetting them, even if you know they're going to blow up at you at some point, when you know that you're going the wrong direction, I would hate to have my time wasted like that, staying in the car for longer than necessary. Especially if it's with somebody that you're afraid of blowing up. Our next story is... Boss introduces new time tracking tool to avoid time manipulation, backfires on him. I work in a small startup company of around 12 people. It's a very good atmosphere in the office, and everyone pulls their weight and is super motivated. However, our boss likes to micromanage us, even though he has no expertise in any of our fields. Marketing, design, accounting, especially us in marketing and design suffer a lot from that since he'll make changes to our strategies, posts, or website, sometimes without telling us, and then gets upset at us when the customer feedback is bad and we aren't reaching our predicted goals. So recently, he told us that the reason he thinks we aren't seeing enough results is because we are manipulating our hours and not actually putting in the work we should. Until then, we each wrote down our hours manually in an Excel sheet, but with the new time tracking tool, he would see how long we were working down to the minute. We could also only log in on our desk PCs and previously approved home office devices, but not mobile because if you're not at your desk, it is not work. After our initial shock passed and our boss left for the day, our manager called for a meeting and we came up with a plan. We would do as he says in the most just following the rules way possible. We would not engage in work-related conversations with him unless we are sitting at our desks and are clocked in. Any questions by him which are asked after we clocked out will only be answered once we clock in again the following day. Every phone call, text message, or otherwise work-related things outside of the office would only be answered once there was an option for us to clock in, either next day in office or for some of us on 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Our home office device. Since we no longer have the option to shift time manually... All work minutes and hours would be clocked exactly when they took place. Side note, in my country, weekends pay better, Sundays have to be paid double, and working after 8pm warrants additional financial benefits by law. Previously, if we needed to post something real quick or had a question, we would just add the weekend hours or late time to the upcoming Monday, basically out of goodwill. But no more of that, we would stop any independent activity like posting on social media or writing an email and would send him everything to approve before following through. After about a week, our boss was so fed up with this, he gave us the option to clock in from our mobile devices so he could get a more immediate response to his questions. However, this of course led to us clocking in way more frequently, since as I said he likes to micromanage and is therefore asking a lot of questions. I'm happy to report that as of 2024, we have abolished the system again and regained most of our independence, and even though our boss is still ticked about how we exploited the system, it brought the team closer together and hopefully taught him a lesson. Honestly, it just seems like in a place where the time situation in general seems relatively good and is working, most of the time the attempts to track it better or get more efficient, especially in the idea of trying to save the company more money or be more efficient, just ends up creating more headaches than it's even worth. Our next story is, don't bother you anymore. Fine, I won't. I used to live in an apartment building that had shops on the main level. The building next door was the same. The two buildings shared a wall. My building had assigned parking and yellow paper notes to put in our car windows. A restaurant opened up in the building next door. Their owner, manager, and staff began parking in my spot as well as our neighbors. I spoke to the owner and she said she would talk to them again, but didn't think it would help. They were even parking in her spot. Every night, I would get home, call them, and ask that the vehicle be moved. I was getting tired of this when one night they put the manager on because they were busy and didn't have time to deal with my request. He did do it, but told me that they wouldn't do it again and I was to stop calling them. I suggested they stop parking in my assigned spot. He told me he had too many staff to control where they parked, and he was sure they were not parking in my spot and it was probably a customer. You know, because customers always park behind a business and then walk around to the front to get in. The next time I worked, I worked evening shifts, I got home and this time there was a Range Rover parked in my spot. I dutifully called the tow truck and not the restaurant. I had to wait for a second tow truck because the first one was not equipped to move a vehicle of that type. Something about being jacked up and stuff. They explained it and the wait was because I didn't know enough to be able to answer their questions about the truck so they could send out the right truck first. They towed it and I went in and went to bed. A few hours later, I was awakened by a phone call from the towing company. I had towed the owner 
and he was telling them that it was his parking spot and that I had no right to tow him. They were going to bill me for the tow. I told the caller about my landlord's parking permits, the numerous phone calls to have them move, about being told not to bother them anymore, and that his restaurant was in the next building with a separate parking lot. We said goodbye, and I never heard anything more about it. I was also able to park in my spot after. I told my neighbor, and he told me just to be safe, I should tell the owner of the other building. I popped into her shop and told her. She replied with something to the effect of, You towed the Range Rover? I said yes. She started to laugh and basically said, Good for you, and told me it was the restaurant owner's truck. Still makes me smile when I think of it. I mean, I don't know what leg this guy thought he had to stand on. Clearly, with their business being in a totally separate parking lot and them having legitimately no claim to that parking spot, they were just talking out of their butt. Were they just hoping that OP would be afraid and acquiesce? Or maybe they were banking on OP not really knowing who exactly owned the spot and just would be willing to accept that this guy definitely owned that spot. I'd almost feel bad for the towing company being caught in this confusing crossfire if it weren't for their businesses in those situations, at least as far as what I hear, often sound kind of predatory. A lot of times a little too eager to scoop up a vehicle and find somebody all that money. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.